Man, uh, we are so excited that you're here today. Welcome to uh, our first ever uh, family experience. So uh, I hope you're, you're soaking in these kids singing and their laughter today. So today, if you saw on the Life app, uh, uh, today is all about patience. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at the person sitting next to you, and I want you to point your finger at either you or that person. I want you to point your finger at the most patient person between the two of you. There seems to be some discrepancy. All right, kids, let me ask you. All right, question for kids, all our kids, like, who is the most patient in your family, mommy or daddy? Who's the most patient? Daddy is right. So I love uh, uh, talking about patience. Uh, the, the, the very immortal and holy Will Ferrell said this. I, I love this quote. He says, uh, he says, before you think about marrying someone, so AC, I know you're, you're engaged right now. His advice is before you marry someone, you should first make them use a computer with slow internet service to see who they really are. Why is it so hard to be patient? What do you think? Who wants to answer? Why, why is it so hard to be patient? All right, right there. Because you want to go on, because you want it. All right, Josh, this is your one chance. We live in a fast world. Adam. We live in a fast world. <clears throat> <laughs> so today I want to tell you a Bible story about patience, but I'm going to need some help. All right, so I, I need five kids who, who want to help me. Five kids. So, all right, stay in your seat, stay in your seat. I'm going to pick five. All right, I'll take you right there. Go ahead and come up here. I'll take Luxme, you can come up. All right, come on. I'll take you right there. Come on. Man, I'm in this moral conundrum if I don't pick my own daughter. I love you, honey. We're going we're gonna to move on. All right, so I'm going to take Graham. And I'm going to take Riley. All right. All right, so you five, is that five? If I get, did I get five? Yes. I got five. All right, so because today is family experience, you guys look at me, today is family experience, and we're doing everything as a family, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go pick one of your parents to come up and help me tell this story. All right, so go get a parent and bring them back up. Encourage them, come on. Pick a parent. All of a sudden, parents are like, that's not my kid. All right, so come on up here. All right, so I'm going to assign some parts. I'm going to give you roles to play. Josh, I'll let you be Samuel. You can be Elkanah. Uh, yeah, Hannah, perfect. Um, sorry, I have a guy part and a girl part. So you get to be Penina. Sorry, Jennifer, you get to be Eli. That's just the way it works out. 
All right, so uh, we're going to tell the story uh, straight out of the book of 1 Samuel, and we're going to read it verse by verse, and you guys are going to help me act this out. So let me set the stage a little bit, okay? Hannah, Elkanah, Peninnah, you guys come stand over here. Yeah, bring your kids. You're helping your parents through this whole thing, right? All right, Samuel, you're going to come in later, so you can hang out over there. And Eli, you can be right here in the middle. Right here, kind of in front of the drums, is the temple. All right, so that's going to be a place. You guys can move a little further that way. You're going to be coming to the temple and going back and forth. And uh, so we're gonna just going to, as we read the story, you guys are going to act it out. All right? Just do your best. I know this is all improv. We're all family here, so we're, we, we've got your back. We're going to encourage you. And uh, wherever your character speaks, I'll have it highlighted, and you can just say those lines loud and proud. Got it? All right, it's going to be on the screen. You, is everybody ready for this? All right. So I will, I will confess to you, I did not remember this story completely. So this is, see if you, see if you remember this story, straight out of 1 Samuel chapter 1. All right, Stephen, we're going to go walk through these slides one at a time. Once upon a time, there was a man named Elkanah who lived in Ramah in the region of Zuth in the hill country of Ephraim. He was the son of Jeroham, son of Elihu, son of Tohu, son of Zuth and Ephraim. Keep going. Elkanah had two wives. Just go with it. Just go with it. Just, I don't have time. Just go with it. So Elkanah, you have two wives, Hannah and Peninnah. And Peninnah, that's right. Uh, Peninnah had children, but Hannah did not. Let's keep going. So each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of Heaven's armies at the tabernacle. So all the family right here, we'll, we'll call this the tabernacle right here. So each year, you guys travel. Travel over here. Yep, that's right. Kids, help your parents out. The priests of the Lord at that time were two sons of Eli, uh, Hophni and Phinehas. And on the days, Elkanah presented his sacrifice. So present your sacrifice. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Again, we're not going to get too graphic here. Uh, he would give portions of the meat to Peninnah and each of her children. So get, there you go, get portions. And though he loved Hannah, he would give her only one choice portion. Because the Lord had given her no children. Let's keep going. So Peninnah, this is your big part. So Peninnah would taunt Hannah and make fun of her because the Lord had kept her from having children. All right, so how are you going to taunt Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> and it says, this is year after year, it was the same. Peninnah would taunt Hannah as they went to the tabernacle. Each time, Hannah would be reduced to tears. Nice. And would not even eat. Elkanah, here's, here's your part. Can you read this? All right, go, Elkanah. You got this. Why are you crying, Hannah? Keep going. Oh, why are you eating? Why, why, down, why be downhearted? Just because you had no children? This is my favorite line in the whole story. That's 
That sounds like something a man would say. Like, I'm just telling you, you know scripture is true. All right, we're going to keep going. Once, after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. So Hannah, you can come around here. Come to the tabernacle. And Eli, the priest, there's Eli. Thanks, Jen. Sorry. Uh, Was sitting in his customary place beside the entrance of the tabernacle. Keep going. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. Nice, man. You're so good. All right, Hannah, you got lines. All right, ready? All right, so... And she made this vow. O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, then I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to the Lord, his hair will never be cut. Okay, it's not who you think. (laughs) And as she was praying to the Lord, Eli watched her. Next slide. Keep going. Let's keep going. Seeing her lips moving but hearing no sound, he thought she had been drinking. This is God's word. I'm, I'm telling you, I have not changed it. All right, so Eli, you've got some lines. Then she went back and began to eat again, and she was no longer sad. The entire family got up early the next morning and went to worship the Lord once more. Then they returned home to Ramah when Elkanah slept with Hannah. We'll just skip that part. Uh, (laughs) The Lord remembered her plea, and in due time, she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel. For she said, keep going. When the child was weaned, Hannah took Samuel. All right, this is where you come in. You have a big role here. When the child was weaned, Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh. They brought along a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. All right, Hannah, you're back up. You're up again. Sir, do you remember me? I am the very woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. Now I am giving him <laughs> to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worshiped the Lord there. All right, give everybody a hand. Isn't that awesome? All right, you guys can take a seat. That was really good. That was really good. It would not have been what it was without you parents. I'm just telling you. All right, speak truthfully. How many of you remember that story? There's some some stuff I did not remember in that story. The throw away your wine and... uh, Eli's lying in there. Or I mean, Elkin is lying in there. Of You've got me, babe. What's wrong? Like, that is such a, uh. 
So here's what I want you to, to walk away with, maybe. Um, I love the story of Hannah, and, and it's, it's a really special story for a couple of reasons. One of the things I want you to see is that uh, uh, Hannah kept her promise. Think about that. Think about that. This was the thing, the greatest desire of her heart. And when God granted her request, she said, that, that great thing, this great thing that you've done for me, I will give back to you. And she did. Hannah kept her promise. God kept his promise to her. And I think that's something worth us paying attention to because Samuel will become a, a pretty special guy later on. But secondly, like as we've been talking about patience, what I want you to see is though uh, it wasn't easy for Hannah, was it? It wasn't easy for Hannah to be patient, especially with Peninnah picking on her year after year after year. But here, here, kids, here's the point, and here's where we come back to that life app. Remember what your life app was? Hannah waited until later for something she wanted now. And finally, Hannah shows us that when we feel like we can't wait one second more, don't, don't miss this part, when she felt like she couldn't wait one second more, what did she do? She went and prayed. When she felt like she couldn't wait one second more, she talked to God. And I love that because that's so important. Later in the New Testament, it says there are fruits of the Spirit. There are fruits of a life lived with God. You guys remember what the fruits are. It's love and joy and peace and patience. And what we discover is that patience comes from being with God. Here's what I think. I don't think you're born with patience. I think patience comes from spending time with God. Here's the verse you've been studying all month. Psalm uh, 27, 27:14 says, "Wait, what's that word? Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord." So now here's what we want to do. Uh, a couple of things are going to happen at once is uh, one of the things that's going to happen is something we do every week, and, and that is share in a time of communion together. That's actually what communion means. It means together. And so you'll see around this room are tables with the elements of communion, uh, the cup and the bread representing the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for us. And so uh, what has happened is a lot of times our kids are over there and our adults are here. So if you're a parent with kids, we want this communion time to be a teaching time for you, right? Right? So uh, if you're comfortable with it, man, we would love for you to take a few minutes with your kids. We're just going to create a space for you as parents to spend time with your kids, talk to them about what communion means and why it's important, right? Everyone else, we can think about patience. And what I want you to do, uh, and parents too, I want you to share uh, I'm going to say a prayer, and I'm, before you go and take communion, I, I want you to share one thing you want right now, but need patience to wait until later. All right, can you do that? I want you to share, before you go take communion, what's, what's one thing you want right now, but need patience to wait till later, and then I want you guys as family, so I know we got some kids, some teens sitting over here and parents sitting over here, I want, let's, let's huddle up, Right? Uh, if you're here without kids or, or by yourself, just turn to the person next to you. We're all family, right? God's our Father. We're all part of the same family. So 
maybe take a minute and say, hey, here's, here's something that I'm waiting on. One thing I want right now, but I, I need to wait till later. And then I just want you to just say a prayer. Say a prayer as a family. Go to God and ask him to help you be patient. All right, so you know, you're, you, you got your assignment. You know what you're doing? Great, awesome family time. This is what we want, praying together as family around God's word. Let me say a prayer for us, and then I'll dismiss us. Father God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the story of Hannah. Um, thank you for, for her example. Help us to be patient. Help us to, to uh, when we're feeling impatient, help us to remember to turn to you, to find patience in, in, in our time with you. Father God, help us to fall in love with you more and more each day. Help us, as, help us who are those of us who are parents, to teach our children patience and to teach our, our children that patience comes from you. Father God, this is, a, this is a great opportunity for us to come together, and, and I have loved so much seeing the kids come and worship you. Help us to recognize that our role as, as parents and grandparents and friends and neighbors is to always be making disciples, and that starts with our kids, that starts with those around us first. Father God, let us honor you in this time. Let us move into this communion space as families, as as a learning time, as a surrendering time. Father God, bless us now as we come before your table and remember the sacrifice and love of your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that everyone together says,